Hi there, Michael Zuber. Thanks for listening to the One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that the book One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible? Yes, to all my podcast listeners out there, One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible. Go check it out and please leave a five-star review. Have a great day. How are you doing today? Man, never boring out there, huh? So I just wanted to uh, reiterate something I put out yesterday. You know, I put out a video yesterday talking about really being excited about what I see coming in in 2020. Uh, If you've been following this channel for any length of time, you know that uh, kind of in January timeframe, I'm like, wow, supply at record low, lots of demand, low interest rate. You know, I see 10% price increase in, in real estate, right? Well, Black Swan event happens. I'm now saying that I think 2020 is going to provide a tremendous buying opportunity for investors that take the time to learn their market and don't rush. Frankly, I think that's true for stock market investors as well, as I think I think 2020 will, you know, could very easily provide the best buying opportunity for stock market investors in the decade, right? We saw the last last bull market last right around 12 years. Uh, There's every sign that that run will end when the bear market trips here, I don't know, next couple weeks, couple months, uh, as earnings continually collapse. Um, So it's kind of a matter of time, not not if, but when uh, on that front. Uh, but I'm very, very encouraged uh, by what I see as opportunities because, at least in real estate, the hardest thing to do is find motivated sellers, right? You read all the books, you follow all the people on social media who've written books, and they always talk about, you know, you make your money when you buy, um, you know, all of those other platitudes. And, you know, they're not being disingenuous, it's true. But 90% of market cycles, it's impossible to find motivated sellers, right? I've been doing this 20 years. And the only time I could find a motivated seller was like 2009, 10, maybe early 11. But it was an amazing time. It was amazing. They were just everywhere. And I could see how 2020, here in a couple of months provides that same kind of opportunity. I believe the owner-occupant buyer, which is our number one competitor, is going to retreat, disappear, not go to open houses, not list their home. So what we are going to have is only people that have to sell listing. That's going to be an awesome time to be an investor. But you got to learn your market. Don't be in a rush. Prices are sticky on the way down until people realize there's a problem. This is probably the best time to learn your market because you're going to start to see the shift. You know, when you look at your market like 2018 and 19, it's like, okay, well, it's going up. You know, I'm missing. I think if you start learning your market now, you're really going to see a transition from March to April to May. And it's magical. When you do the monotonous, repetitive over and over and over again, you're going to just start to see it change. And and I can already see it changing on the edges in my market. 
I happen to have 20 years of experience kind of looking at it and relationships with escrow agents and, and brokers who I can call and say, hey, I have this sneaky suspicion. What do you think? So again, I am very excited about what I see coming. Please don't take my excitement of opportunity as malicious. I feel terrible for the people impacted by this. Uh, it's going to get worse before it gets better. It's going to be a rough year for lots of people. I understand, but there's going to be opportunities out there that are probably the best of the decade, and I'm going to um, take take advantage of those. We could, Spencer. You're asking about Spencer's asking about if banks could be similar to what I wrote about in our book in 2010. If you don't have the book, buy the book. It's amazing. Um, leave a five-star review if you read it. Um, but basically, Spencer's asking, hey, do you think banks will do the same thing as they did in 10? And if you don't know the story, they basically told us no, because the problem in 08 was bad real estate loans, and banks were taking them back. Uh, I don't see that problem today, Spencer. In fact, uh, I think single-family home mortgages are probably the safest place to be. I think multifamily loans are going to blow up. Um because these people that have been overpaying don't know what it's like to own multifamily in a recession. And I've been telling you for quite a while, I sold our apartments, or at least many of them, because people wanted to overpay. And you know what? What hopefully everybody on this channel is starting to realize is I, I tell you, I give you my thoughts, but I'm actually doing what I'm saying. So I'm not one of those people that say one thing and do another, right? You can follow what I'm doing. It's not it's not a secret. So um, I don't think I don't think banks are going to um, hold back on lending. Uh, in fact, I think banks are flooded today with refinances. That's the problem. They have a capacity problem. Here's the deal, right? And actually, it's part of today's long notes. Refinances are up 479 percent. Four, seven. What is that? Nine from last year. So what that means is appraisals are up and escrow agents are wickedly busy. So new purchases are going to just get stuck in that. I have several sales going on right now that are just stuck in an appraisal extension because what used to happen is two, you know, it takes two weeks, no problem. But now it's like three and a half weeks because all these appraisers are running around appraising refis. It's just reality. You got to watch this stuff. So, um, yeah, I don't think banks are going to withhold. If for strong borrowers with good credit, good jobs, I don't, I don't think they're going to withhold. Um, so, no, I don't, th I don't think it'll be similar. But watch multifamilies. Multifamilies could be a problem into 2021 when people stop paying their preferred returns when they come out for capital raises because their turnovers are too high. It's, it's going to get ugly. All right. So, on to the news of the day. Um, I think. It's all but certain now that we have successfully avoided nominating a socialist to uh, one of the parties that, to run for our most highest uh, elected office. Uh, it looks like it is now at least fairly certain that it will be Biden and Trump. So pretty soon we can start thinking about what is right uh, going forward. Uh, you know, the only thing um, you know I was willing to talk about is I would never vote for a socialist. Uh, still true, uh, but you know now we can start to have adult conversations and see what's better for uh, America going forward. So, 
Uh, we successfully avoided that stupid nomination, which I am glad about. Um, did you see there was a soccer match, a championship soccer match in Spain, I think it was, uh, that was played without fans? It was eerie. I watched a couple of clips on ESPN. You could actually hear the thud of the soccer ball. And um, you could actually hear the players talking to each other, calling out. I'm guessing they were calling out plays or defenses because I don't speak Spanish. So I don't know what they were saying. But it was weird. It was it was, it was pretty eerie. It almost felt like we were watching a practice, but it was weird. Uh, I think that's coming to the NBA. I wouldn't be shocked if today um, the NBA uh, either moves games to cities without cases or cancels or um, plays games without fans. Uh, it's probably no secret if you watch this channel that I'm a season ticket holder to the Warriors. It was a lifetime goal of mine. Uh, it is clearly, clearly a, uh, a want, not a need. Um spent a lot of money on them, but I am not going to any games uh, the rest of the year. First off, they suck. It's no fun. Um, I still watch them all. Right? I still watch the game where they got beat by 30 by the Clippers yesterday. Um, but some people I know that were there, this, the stadium was half full. And, you know, it's pretty soon that even if the Warriors don't, you know, have fans there, they're not going to show up because, uh, San Francisco and Santa Clara County have, have, have blossoming in cases. So, you know, it's it. I think it's going to happen. They're going to say, you know, let's play no no fans for the month of March or something. It's it's the right thing to do, I think. So, anyways, that's interesting. Uh, on the tech front, when you look at the markets, I was up early again to watch the open. Uh, something that I took from that is technology has been holding up pretty well. Uh, the S&P, for example, is down 16% peak to current where tech is down 15 from peak to current. Um, well, the Fed doesn't control mortgage rates, um, but they will. I think what you're asking is, will they drop the Fed's funds rate? Absolutely. Yeah, oh, no question. It'll happen next week, too. Uh, I think the only question is, will the Fed lower by a half or three quarters? I think that's the only debate at this point. Um they're going to have to be shown to doing whatever they can. This this is going to take monetary and fiscal response to to ease the pain. So, yes, I think the Fed is going to lower rates. I think the half they did a week ago or two weeks ago was stupid, uh, but they're going to do uh, another one. Um, and history says they will. When they do an emergency half cut, they usually cut again at the next meeting. Uh, we have some examples of that from the 2008 crisis. Uh, but what I wanted to talk about technology, and again, I can talk about this because I lived it for 20 years, is you have to watch, what I would be watching for if I was a tech investor, is who has what, what is often called a complex sales cycle. So is your tech like subscription-based, which is a big shift for a lot of software companies? If so, your, your quarter is... 30 to 60% made before it starts because you get that reoccurring revenue. And based on accounting principles, you have to take it. Uh, so subscription-based software companies are probably able to weather this storm, this blip, this air pocket better. If you are a sales company that still heavily relies on what's called enterprise perpetual sales or hardware, oh, you're in trouble. Because again, the complex sales cycle starts with demonstrations and meetings and you know just months and months and months and months of work 
none of that's happening today. Then in the middle, there's proof of concepts, there's trial periods, months and months you know, of people working. And then ultimately, you go for capital expenditures and, and all of that. So it is not uncommon to have six to nine month sales cycles for you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 million dollar deals, which I was a part of. But you have to have the upfront legwork. And that's evaporating. Uh, the other thing I have experience with is I was managing a pipeline of teams in uh, when 9-11 happened. And the pipeline we had the day before versus the day after, non-existent. So, uh, oh, I was going to sneeze. It went away. Anyways, so again, don't believe the pipeline for complex sales cycles tech, or uh, hardware. Sorry about that. I knew it was coming. Uh, so again, I think I think tech. Um, I put out a video the other day talking about the tech wreck. I think it's coming. These tech companies are, frankly, I think their sales reps are lying to them. Uh, you know, it's ah sneeze into my elbow. Thank you. You're right. I need to do that. My wife would be so mad. Yes, you're right. Um, I'll go wash my hands after this. Um, this is, uh, it's going to be an interesting time for technology because I think, I think we have some um, disappointments coming up. Uh, but on the positive side, there's a lot of tech companies that are going to crush it in this market. If you're doing like Zoom, um, you're going you're, you're gonna to add users left and right. If you have like endpoint security, um, you're going to crush it in this market because all your employees are working from home and those are, those are points you've never had to think about before. Security companies are going to clean up if you have subscription-based and endpoint. Uh, so there's a lot of companies that will do well with a diversified employee base, uh, but there's also many, many, many that will do very bad. So be careful. Uh, did you see what Merkel, uh, the leader of Germany, has said? I couldn't believe it. when I, I actually had to go verify it. I thought it was fake news. She said that six, she expects 60 to 70% of, um, I'll, I'll talk about that next, uh, 60 to 70% of the citizens of Germany to catch this thing. That's frightening because not only the, that sheer volume, but what it does to the hospitals, right? The, this, even if the majority of those are light, cases, you still can see a flood of what's going on in the hospitals. And that's what I think actually caused Italy, caught Italy by surprise, is their hospital system got inundated. So pretty, pretty crazy. Uh, there was a question asked how to get pre-approved or pre-qualified uh, for an investment loan. Um, So I think, Philippe, what, uh, what you heard me say was what happened to us in 2010. Again, 2010 is very different to today. 2010 uh, was a real estate and real estate loan problem. So banks, their balance sheets were exploding with REO inventory. That's not today. So I think, I think today you have an 800 credit score, six-figure income, you know, seven-figure net worth. You're going to get a loan, no problem. You're going to have to submit the paperwork and the balance sheet and all of that financial statement, they often call it, but you'll get a loan, no problem. I don't see, I think this is going to be a great year 
for all of you to get your first or second investment loan, or if you have a couple, get your next. This is going to be a great year. Motivated sellers are going to be easy to find. Uh, so go find motivated sellers. And you don't know what I'm talking about. You need to stop gambling and go learn your market like I keep talking about. What you guys don't realize is when I say learn your market, I still look at my market every day. I do exactly what's in my course every day. And it's people think I'm, I don't know what you think, but I do, I do this stuff every day. And I can already start to see cracks in my market. Inventory is popping back up that was pending before. That just means buyers are getting scared. So learn your market. Don't gamble. Learn your market. Uh, what else do I got you today? Oh, Goldman. Got to follow Goldman, right? Uh, Goldman talks about uh, no recession. They're kind of, let's see what you got. Do you think they would be? Uh, yeah, I think mid-sized apartment syndicators absolutely overpaid. Uh, I don't think, cause just given how the debt's put together, I don't think we see the stress uh, until next year. Uh, I recommend 30-year fixed, uh, as I talk about in my book and course. Great questions today. Thank you for being interactive. Um, so Goldman is talking about a no recession. They're talking basically what I'm talking about, a terrible Q2, but a spring back Q3, Q4. Uh, they did finally call a bottom of the S&P. They're talking about 2450, which is similar to what happened in 2018. Uh, that's about a 15% drop from where we are, when, at least when I started this video. So uh, at least we know where a bottom could be. Uh, again, mortgage apps we talked about were up 479%. Did you see that Pepsi bought Rockstar? So there is still business getting done. Uh, they paid $3.9 billion for an energy drink. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Uh, again, I'm a huge proponent of Warren Buffett. I think he is going to make some very, very splashy acquisitions, but I wouldn't think that would happen until until there's real blood in the streets, so probably late April, May timeframe. He's, he's not going to worry about catching the bottom. He's just going to make great purchases. Uh, and then, of course, Bank of England uh, slashed rates and put out a big monetary stimulus or fiscal stimulus. Uh, and then uh, Italy. I still can't believe this. Italy suspended mortgage payments. What? I didn't even know that was possible. But apparently when you, I guess you own the banking system, you can do that. So Italy has suspended all mortgage payments. Uh, I talked about this yesterday in that one video that talked about the crazy things I've heard. That's still one of the craziest things I've heard. Um, so in the end, again, we will get through this. I fully expect to have amazing deals this year for true investors. Do yourself a favor, learn your market. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look below for you know outline of a course that tells you how to do it. This is the time. Heck, if you're working from home, might as well do something. Learn your market. I'll show you how. Um, I guess the last thing to talk about is I saw someone propose a 0% payroll tax for the rest of the year. I'm not sure that's if I had one thing to waive that that's what I'd go for, but you know, at least we're talking about some other things. Um, I think this is a Main Street problem, not a Wall Street problem. In 2008, it was a Wall Street problem. Um, this is a Main Street problem. We've, we've got to figure out things. And maybe a payroll tax for all the employees helps. I don't know. Um, but it is some interesting times, more pain ahead. But again, if you watch this channel, I'm going to call you an investor. And you are going to make a great investment in 2020. 
but don't rush. No reason to rush. It's not going away tomorrow. This, this has got some more pain ahead. So, all right, everybody, have a wonderful day. And I am being interviewed by Tom Ferry at 9.30 my time. I am so excited. That is going to be so awesome. All right, everybody, take care of yourself. Have fun.